Welcome to the Scariest Things Podcast. This is Spooky Time, our weekly look into the sights and sound of film. Before I even do introductions, I want to do one quick thing, which is I want to say extra special congratulations to Ms. Terror Train, Ms. Prom Night, Ms. Halloween, Ms. Jamie Lee Curtis for getting Oscar an Academy Award. Jamie Lee. Yay! Yay. I don't know if One she's listening. Yeah. I don't yeah, know was... if she's listening, but if she is, uh, this is Mike Campbell from the Scariest Things Podcast saying congratulations. And I'm joined by Eric Liz Lee. Williams. And Liz <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> yeah. same hello, time. hello. We're both here. Yep. Yeah, that was very exciting. I remember uh, uh, Liz and I just got back from South by Southwest. And that was, of course, all the all the buzz mm-hmm. there that on Sunday night. People were like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, Jamie Lee Curtis just got an Oscar. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, it made my heart. It made my made heart my feel heart good. Feel and good. it wasn't a guarantee. I mean, that was Angela Bassett was yeah. was the favorite going in. Right. And, right. But but yeah. everything, everything, everywhere, all at once came in like a freight train and right. pretty much gobbled up all the award. Everything but song. I think that they were nominated for. They won. Yeah, uh, just go, just goes to show Halloween Ends is a pretty good film. That's right. Starring. We'll talk about this another time. Oscar, Oscar winning actress Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yes, yes. Oscar winning actress Jamie Lee Curtis. Next All up, right. Corey That's wins right. an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. So what what happen. are we uh Eric you wanted you wanted to mention a couple little horror nuggets that you wandered onto this week, yeah? Yeah, there's a couple of things. Um and I and actually I have a post up, but I think since it, it got posted while you guys were off doing uh our uh, intrepid uh journalism, um mm-hmm. I I was watching actually a trailer for Jamie Lee Curtis uh, on Variety Ooh. uh that she was talking about her her life experiences and what it was like following in the footsteps of famous Hollywood royalty. Right. And, um, and then, and then variety said, well, we just dropped our top 100 movies of all oh, time for the yeah. first time that they've mm-hmm. ever done it. And they've been around for 83 years. It's right. the first time they've ever posted their top 100. And there are, is it really? Yes, the first time that they've ever done this. Wow, we've done it twice. Crazy. Oh yeah, we've done it. Twice. So, what, so variety, <laughs> get on variety. it. Yeah, you Come guys, on, variety. Where you been? Uh, so yeah, uh, but horror actually had a pretty decent showing in the top 100, um, and so uh, there are nine, maybe ten okay. horror movies represented. Counting Blue Velvet. Yeah, well, that's kind of <laughs> that's the question mark. I'm going to count Blue Velvet. I'm going to adopt it as one of our own. It was on our top 100, so I'm including it on this. Um, but there are some surprises in here. I thought there, that there were. Um, I thought some nods. I think this is also. Um, I think it's a better list than the AFI top 100. Actually, when you take Ooh. a look, take a take a look at the list, and the number one movie of all time is a horror movie. Is it Alien? No, oh. it's not. I I drink your blood. It, it, it's uh, <laughs> it's House Ferox. of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, <laughs> no. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> so so here's the here's the roster. Um, uh, Alien comes in at ninety seven. Oh. Okay. Uh, the Shining comes in at ninety. Pan's Labyrinth at eighty four. King Kong at sixty eight. Carrie at sixty four. Interesting. Rosemary's mm-hmm. Baby at fifty six. 
Uh-huh. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre at 49. Yeah. Okay. The Silence of the Lambs at 35. I feel like that's low. Blue Velvet at 20. What? And Psycho is number one. Wow. wow. And they showed and and the Psycho whole thing that they is were, the number one movie, one movie of according all to time, okay. according to oh. variety. And that Man. was huh. it's interesting. Small but they, so I, that's of America were really stumping. So yeah, that exactly. I, that's that was what I said in my in my posting here. I said, take that, Citizen Kane. Oh, did you, you really? Know, <laughs> yeah. So you know, you know, if I if I was Great gonna minds. say what what movies, you know, what are the snubs? Uh you know, of course, I would have loved to have seen the thing. Not sure. Living Dead, I thought could have been in there. How is that not on the list? Well, it's funny because there are some. Let me read you off some of the movies. Okay, the, so the the ones that I also kind of would have liked to have seen. I think yeah. maybe in time, Hereditary might sneak in the back end. Sure. Uh, Get out because I think that that's the kind of a movie that ends up on these kinds of lists. Sure. Um, Frankenstein Bride or Bride of Frankenstein, but I think I think what happened here is I think. What they did was they took Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Texas Chainsaw Massacre took Night of the Living Dead's role. And I think oh, King Kong okay. took Frankenstein's role. Jaws sure. was not on the list. The Exorcist. The Exorcist. It, that's, so the, the Exorcist that's a huge on, shocker. Right? No, Exorcist is not on there. Uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 77, not on there. Shaun of the Dead, well, 7. Some, you know, but but yeah. but when you consider some of these movies, and I and I so there was a hundred movies listed. But movies not on the list. Ben Hur. Uh, number two, I believe, is Wizard of Oz. Jesus, these people are old. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, uh, it only, so it only came out a hundred years ago. Yeah, right. Nineteen thirty-nine. Uh, yeah, Jeez. but there are some things like you know, the Maltese Falcon is not on there. To Kill a Mockingbird's not on there. Look who's coming to dinner is not on there. Amadeus. Oh, uh, Sophie's Choice, Schindler's List, not on the list. Huh. Um, okay. Star Wars, okay. not on there. Uh, yeah. Wait, Empire Strikes Star Back Wars is. is not okay. Empire this Empire Strikes Back stupid. comes in at thirty. Um, okay. West Side Story, not on the list. Uh, the Philadelphia hmm. Story, I some of these classic things. Yeah. So yeah. when I, when I started when I started going, well, what does the thing deserve to get in? And it's like kind of hard. It's like if you're not going to take. Unless you're not if you're not going to take some of these other ones, um, you know, okay, I, I I will take as many horror movies as they as they give us. Yeah. So, anyways, nine, nine is right. good. Nine, nine is, is pretty good. Nine. nine the is, number of Midnighters at Sunday. Yeah. I mean, at Sunday. Or yeah. ten when you include Blue Velvet. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. 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 Um, including it for Joseph. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, for, that's for you, Joseph. Anything for Joseph. I think uh, The Exorcist is pretty shocking. Yeah. Well, I thought I think, Jaws was. I, how could they not do? Jaws? Yeah, Jaws was shocking too. But I, I like if yeah. you're going to match up a, a demonic possession mm -hmm. movie like The Exorcist with Rosemary's mm -hmm. Baby, it's not even close. I think they they actually do reference The Exorcist when they talk about Rosemary's Baby. They say okay, and so okay. they said. Well, I think so. I think that's what, it. Took it took it took that role, um, <laughs> right? But you know, if if Raging Bull and yeah. Taxi Driver aren't on the list, yeah, yeah, well, that's a shock. That's a shock. Wow. Uh, there's plenty. There's, there's a bunch of Scorsese in there. Goodfellas is on there, you know. Uh, mean right, Streets right, is right. on there. So that I, I think that they didn't want to make it the whole Martin Scorsese, Steven Spielberg list. Like, uh, is ET on there? ET is on there, but Spielberg doesn't have a whole lot of stuff. I think, he, like again, Schindler's List not on there. Um, right. About Indiana Jones. No, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana Jones are not on the list. But Mad Max, uh, Road Warrior is on there, which was interesting. 
Hmm. Um, on Thunderdome. Yeah. And, and some things like Pink Flamingos is on the list, right? So yeah. It's, they, they did some there we weird go. stuff. They're doing it, they're um, doing it the right way. Um, and a lot they're of foreign doing it the right films, way. Lots of foreign stuff. Um, okay. But, Just thank you know, God Texas Chainsaw is on the list. I thought that was, yeah. I thought that was a really bold move because I think it represents, very provocative. it's very, you know, it's like it represents Grindhouse in yep. the most grindy, housey way. Um, yep. The other thing, you know, right. speaking of the 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 small small things that just sort of popped up this week, uh, hot off of his win at the Oscars, Guillermo del Toro, who, who won for uh-huh. Pinocchio, um, right. is going to do another horror movie coming up. Um, yeah, and because you know we've got Renfield coming up, so we know these things come in cycles. He is going to do uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah. With Andrew Garfield, Oscar Isaac, and Mia, um, Goth. Mia Goth. So it's like, well, <laughs> sure. Why? Because yeah, like Kenneth Branagh did it. <laughs> Kenneth it's, Branagh did a very nice yeah, job. And, 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 but it is, it's, it's the kind of a thing that everybody wants to take a swing in that pinata. I think that there's the, you know, the whole thing about uh, the morality tale of should you, should you, these mess filmmakers with life are now stuff. playing Victor Frankenstein. Just That's stop exactly doing right. it. Like, w- stop. We, Mike, you saw one at South by Southwest. I, mean, I was you know, I was going to, I was going to say if you're going to, if you're going to jump into, uh, take a whack at the pinata, as you said, Eric, if you're going to jump into Frankenstein, you got to have a very mm-hmm. new yeah. and unique and dynamic twist because people have already re, yeah. re, re, reworked Mary Shelley's. Yeah. Yeah. work and they've worked well, it to death uh i think saw of it this a way, film though. at south by southwest which was south by southwest which was called the angry black girl and her oh. monster uh directed by a fellow named uh bomani j story and he killed it uh the cast killed it it's a great movie because it's only a sort of a light uh homage to frankenstein yeah. and that's how you do it you have to yeah. really take that story and take it in a very different direction and it can't be you know dr victor von frankenstein and a monster it's got well be we'll a see whole we'll see take. how this plays out because he took the creature from the black lagoon and turned it to right something True. else fair I point shape of water was based on a book no it's no. it's an original property but he he definitely took clues from creature from the black lagoon yeah but all right this one seems like it's going to be more of a a more shelly centric kind of a thing we'll see anyway right. that was a big announcement uh, exciting so is it tell me <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we, how, we it wasn't that long ago since I we did the frankenstein the, the frankenstein episode which was met by some kind of uh yawning cynicism by liz yes. williams here's the problem yes. Me give too. young <laughs> filmmakers with new ideas the money that they're going to give Guillermo del Toro to tell a story that has been retold 800,000 times. Just yep. stop. Like, yep. Or cut yep. his budget in half and give six other little filmmakers a million dollars to make a movie. It's, it's yeah, but that's ridiculous. Not how Hollywood why works. do we keep, I know, <laughs> but why do we keep remaking the same shit? I'm just, I, yep. Well, Question, are I, you I, looking forward to Renfield? Yes, I think Renfield is a new yeah. take on the Dracula myth. Yeah. Yeah, no, I told, I talked to the director of The Angry Black Girl and Her Monster, Bamani, Jay Story, uh, after the film, and I said, kudos to you, young man. You knocked it out of the park. Uh, I was so happy to see you did it. I hope that he sticks in the genre. 
Uh, he seemed to indicate that he does have a deep love of the genre. And during the Q&A, I actually asked the question, which Liz was just alluding to. I said, why, after all these years and so many different versions of Frankenstein, did you think you had a unique voice? And he said I, he read it as a kid and it just had always, he read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein and it stuck in his head to the point where he knew he had to get it out in a creative way, creative and modern mm. way. And he totally did. So, awesome. Can't wait Bamani, for that. Bamani, if you are listening to the podcast, we'd love to have you on. So Seriously. speaking of South by Southwest, yeah. YouTube coming back, what? Give me your impressions. I mean, Mike, you you've already sort of saying told me uh, that how overwhelming the whole it the is. whole thing is. Mm-hmm. It is. Let's see, Liz? Mike. How many movies? I saw ten movies and two TV series uh, premieres. Now, one of them I got to watch in the comfort of my own home, but I'm counting mm-hmm. it. So I saw like twelve things over what. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and half of Tuesday, three and a half days. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Um, let's see. Some highlights for me were, I think the two to beat are Talk to Me and yep. Late Night with the Devil. Those yep. are the okay. two uh, and, movies. And, and Monolith. And Monolith. But Monolith yeah. was much more sci-fi than horror. Monolith is for fans of Britt Marling or what's the guy who did... Upstream color and primer. Caruth, Benjamin, oh, Caruth, yeah. someone mm-hmm. Caruth like that. Um, well, just like Eric is claiming Blue Velvet, I'm claiming Monolith for I horror. I think we can claim Monolith. I think it's it's yep. UFO horror. Yeah. Liz was saying that it, it, it had some um, vast of night vibes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's 100%. very talky because it's based on 100%. a girl it's, recording a podcast. It is, there is one person in the movie. Mm-hmm. You, there is only one person in the movie, and, and a it's turtle, in, and a turtle. Yes. <laughs> so, w- minus the turtle, is it kind of like Pontypool? Then is there a lot very, of very, very uh, similar? Well, so I kind of, yeah. In, in its, its presentation, yeah. because it's it is a it's a uh, podcaster. You you it's a have girl in a house you, recording a podcast. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So yes, she's talking in the microphone just like Pontypool. So yeah, I would say um, talk to me and late night with the devil were my two. Um, stand out movie screenings a documentary that i'm going to review so stay tuned was called citizen sleuth and it was a documentary about a true crime podcaster trying to prove that a crime happened and maybe it did maybe it didn't and will she come to terms with is she trying to force this and you know making someone look guilty and then the two tv series i saw were swarm which i've already raved about that will be on amazon when you hear this, because it's we have, a, Patrick's we have a post Day. on scariest things yes, from Liz. My review is up yeah. five stars. It blew my mind. It is so good. Donald Glover can literally do anything. And then Shatterbelt, which is yeah. um, Patton Oswald and James Ward Burkett, who did uh, Coherence. Coherence. Yeah. So we saw three episodes. They're all about 35 minutes a piece. Weird little sci-fi nuggets that all are interconnected. The Patton Oswalt one was people were dying laughing. It kind of started out slow and you're like, where is this going? And when you realized where it was going, like everybody once they were like, oh, my God, like, God, so where is so, it going to sh- where is it going to be? Uh, they don't know. yet. They do has not, not know. Picked, we are the has actual not been picked first up. people to have yeah, seen that- it. It has not been picked up. They did say that they have. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Tons of episodes in the can. And he said literally years of material 
200 said that he said he has like 200 treatments yep worth of episodes that all so you two got you you two got some extended time with mr uh mr Patton oswald we did we We talked about we talked about a dark song we talked oh, about wow. Skinnamarink. Yep. Uh, we talked about, uh, I think we mentioned Late Night with the Devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told him think- to go see Monolith when I saw yeah. him at the Shatterbelt premiere. Yeah. And yeah, uh, he's, he recognized he's, me. So he, knows, him, so. he knows horror. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no, no question. And, and he was, you know, the, the panel was really, the first panel that we saw was he was talking about coherence with the director. And mm-hmm. coherence was the one that I mentioned when we did UFO horror this right. past year or so ago. So yeah, it was really interesting to hear uh, his uh, specifically his deep dive and his knowledge of horror is pretty vast. I mean, his knowledge of everything is of vast. Everything. But, yeah. Yeah. He, he horror, is what Rob zombie aspires to mm-hmm. <laughs> relative to his encyclopedic knowledge of yeah. not, not just the genre, but how the, how, how genre film affects culture. Yeah. Right. I think that that he is he uh, his autobiography uh, really plays on that. And mm-hmm. and if you haven't seen it, his uh, was the, the show Parks and Rec where he does his Star Wars riff. Oh, God. Yeah. Un- unreal. He's it is so, so funny. Good. I watch AP yep. Bio. He plays the principal and it's my favorite role of his. Yeah. But for I do have one nugget that is not related to South by Southwest that I'm actually super excited to talk about. So. Mm-hmm. Back in the early days of me coming to uh, the scariest things, back in early 2019, I did a book report on a book called The Last Days of Jack Sparks by a British author named Jason Arnup. And it is a book about a, a journalist who goes on an expose to expose the paranormal. And he travels the road attempting to disprove this spooks theory that he had that there are only two possible explanations for anyone witnessing a paranormal event either they're trying to deceive others or trying to deceive themselves and it's a really funny horror novel for fans of david wong or grady hendrix and i am on jason arnop's newsletter uh email list there is going to be a tv series adaptation of this book Helmed Ooh, by Rob cool. Savage from Dash Interesting. Interesting. No news really as to when it is coming. Um, but Rob just wrapped up doing the Boogeyman, the Stephen King story. And uh, it's Vertigo Entertainment. They're trying to get a channel on board. And I guess it'll be UK. So we'll just be waiting. But uh, hopefully this is going to come out soon. It would make a great series and I thought very, you were very say excited. Stocking stuffer. <laughs> oh. Mike of the physical media wants his DVDs. That's right. Give me a DVD. Yeah. All right. My hot take from uh, South by Southwest was Australians are a couple years ago it was Indonesians are taking over. Now oh, it's geez, Australians. Now. Australians directed Talk to the devil, uh, uh, late, late night, night with night the night. devil. Uh, Australians directed um, Monolith. Me. Australians directed Talk to Me. Canadians directed my other favorite film, uh, which was Satan Wants You, which is a documentary. And if you think you know everything about the satanic panic of the 1980s, 
you're wrong. You don't know everything because this <laughs> paints a very different and interesting picture that it's a story that I kind of only vaguely knew and they they go really far into it. They weren't Australian. They were tangential uh, to the royal crown. They are Canadian. Uh, so yeah, lots of, uh, not a lot of U.S. filmmakers making making yeah, great this is uh, Commonwealth genre. horror then. Yes, Commonwealth horror. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of Australians. I did talk to, I talked to the directors of um, uh, Monolith and Late Night with the Devil after uh, the screening of Monolith. And I said, what the hell is going on with Australia? Why? And, you know, I think I think it's simple, which is, you know, they have these cultural trusts set up in these countries that allow filmmakers the chance to breathe and make these films, which is, you know, in and of itself, pretty, uh, a pretty incredible thing. Uh, my other hot take is that South by Southwest is a very complicated uh, tapestry of a festival and uh, <laughs> you need to really know what you're doing before you get there. Uh, Liz and I will be putting together a joint uh, post on how to fest, how to properly fest uh, at, at Southwest at any oh. festival. Any fest. any, we're, yeah, we're doing yeah. any festival, any festival. Yeah. And and then the, the last thing I want to quickly mention, Liz and I did take a quick trip out to Bastrop, Texas, uh, home uh, birthplace of uh, maybe not birthplace, home of uh, Ms. Sandra Bullock. Uh, it's about uh, 45 minutes to the southeast of mm -hmm. um, Austin, and it is also the home of the gas station and the van from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is pretty darn cool. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast right now, you won't be able to see this, but this is the T-shirt that Mr. Eric Lee is getting. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And I it, didn't get to go. All I got is a T-shirt. He's got a lousy Texas Chainsaw yep. Massacre T-shirt. That's uh, cool. I will, from a gas station. <laughs> from a gas station. And because anybody, I love me some gas station horror. One of these right. days we'll do a, we'll, we'll do a podcast about gas station horror because that's there's right. a lot of them. Mm -hmm. This is one and of if, the great ones, though. This is if one of the anybody ones is if thing. anybody is wondering about whether or not it is worthwhile to take the trip, it is most certainly worthwhile. It was a absolute bucket list item for me it was so cool to see they do it right they have all sorts of great horror memorabilia and horror stuff you can buy inside uh you can get a picture uh you can stand on a little um stool and you get a picture where it looks like the meat hook is going into you. Uh, they have a bucket of guts. Is there, is there a big guy who will lift you up? <laughs> I wish. And, <laughs> is he going to put you on the right. meat hook? The guy who worked uh, right. there looked pretty close to being able to do that. Like Gunnar, Gunnar Hansen size yeah, yeah, yeah. guy? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. How yeah. close is the gas station to the farmhouse? Ah, great, question, great question. I asked that very question to the folks at the gas station. And the farmhouse was nowhere near... Uh, the gas station, it was actually on the north side, so probably like an hour north of Austin, which would put you about two hours from Bastrop. Uh, it was in a town, I think it, I think they said it was in Georgetown, uh, Texas. But then they uh, the house, they took the whole house and moved it uh, in the last couple years. Somebody had bought it. They're, they've moved it. They are going to do a Texas Chainsaw themed house, uh, but it's not quite open yet. And it, I think, if, if I remember correctly, them saying it's now like an hour 
yeah, uh, like the east, other way. East of its yeah. original location. Yeah. That's where you get the uh, the, 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 the the meat hook lift. Yeah. That's right. right. Yeah, that and you, and it'll be Slamming like a little ride. Did you say yeah, it'll yeah. actually go around and you're just sort of dangling from a meat hook. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Liz, you had something to take us out of here I with. Do. So here at Spooky Time, in the words of Pennywise, if you're with us, you'll float too. <laughs> All right. <laughs>